0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode and then we talk about them. How you doing, Stefan?
1: Great, you made it on the train. I I was a little worried there for a bit.
0: (laughs) You know, I I hesitated. I heard that the Scott Joplin? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was really I wasn't sure I could do it, but I bought some of those great noise canceling headphones. Oh yeah. Zend out.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed you were kind of comatose for the last (laughs) week on that train. Because people don't know it, but we we wait a whole week, you know, in between episodes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we just we get a train to a new spot. (laughs) We never talk about that, but we are currently in an undisclosed location that is not at all the same undisclosed location we were in last week.
0: Absolutely not, no. It's very Snowpiercer, you know? We just basically live on this train, just like going in a loop.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make our way to the front so we can overthrow it, but there's just so many cars.
0: Right? It takes forever. Then you get distracted by like the sushi car. and.
1: <laughs> oh man, you mean car 85? That's my favorite car.
0: Such a good car. I mean, I'm partial to like 91, but... You know. Yeah,
1: but the problem is, car 87's in the middle, and that's the clown car. Uh, I mm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: noise canceling headphones and blindfolds. Just run.
1: <laughs> you can still—they're still touching you, though. You can feel it, right? Uh, like even when uh, you close your eyes and cover your ears, <laughs> you can still feel them. Like pawing away. There, you can feel the the rub of like a balloon animal as it <laughs> scrapes against your forearm it's just very unsettling the clown car i was gonna Stay say away from wear, 87. One of,
0: wear one of those like spike suits but then you mentioned balloons and i was like that makes it even worse uh,
1: yeah that's that's much worse <laughs> see they've got it all figured out those clowns they do the problem <sighs> when you put 300 clowns in one car you They're can't crafty. put 300 clowns in a single train car and not expect <laughs> something terrible to happen
0: that's what i always say <laughs>
1: yeah but yes the sushi car is is quite good <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've been traveling on the train. Yeah. And uh, it's time for us to talk about another episode of The Littlest Hobo. Yeah. We are on season five, episode eight Lumberjacks. The synopsis <laughs> A gambler plans to sabotage a lumberjack contest. First aired November 3rd,
1: 1983.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to dive right in. Uh, we start off with some jaunty, very Canadian music. I don't
1: know yes. It seems very
0: it's we've heard it before in the hobo it comes up a lot Mm -hmm. uh we're at a lumberjack competition there is a man who is like standing on no he's not even standing on a log he's standing next to a log that's like upright and he's like chopping away at it as people cheer him on have you ever been to a lumberjack competition
1: yes i've been to several
0: (laughs) they are actually something that happens around here (laughs)
1: Yeah, oh, uh, very often, every very year Canadian. <laughs> at the Powassan Fall Fair, which is uh, usually where the train comes through about every every fall. Yeah, um, times it for is, the f-
0: competition. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's so, so nice of the people who run the car that we're trying to overthrow. The, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they really
0: take our thoughts and feelings into consideration. Yeah, very and that's nice why we have to
1: take them out. But uh, <laughs> yes, I've been to the Powassan Fall Fair, and Powassan Fall Fair has a lumberjack competition um every year and i think <laughs> i've been to some in the nearby areas as well uh it is common enough <laughs> and
0: it is pretty much like what we see in this episode
1: yes very very close to
0: very similar yes uh so yes this guy is chopping away would um there's an announcer who's talking about how uh, the winner of this event is going to go on to the semifinals there's a prize of $5000 um this guy named big bart wins cuts through his log so he is going to be the one in the finals and they're gonna have another competition right now to figure out who is going to be against him Mm -hmm. at the same time uh we cut to two guys in the crowd one of them is like a short greasy man named lester Uh, yes the other one is a bigger guy in overalls who never gets a name correct me if i'm wrong
1: no i don't believe he gets a name no
0: he never gets a name so i just call him big guy because he's like guy. a teddy bear. He looks like a teddy bear. He,
1: to <laughs> me, looks like he should be a... He really does. He has the face. He should be like the second or third string henchman in a Western film. Yes. He looks like a...
0: Absolutely a, who he should be.
1: <laughs> he'd be like henchman number two. But he has a very distinct sort of Western face.
0: He does. Like You, you feel like if you put him in a cowboy hat, it would very he, much fit.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: <laughs> so that is who he looks like. Um, so they are talking. They're... They've been collecting money. They're obviously like, I guess you call them bookies. I don't know.
1: They're bookies, yeah. Bookies.
0: Um, So they're talking about how one of the guys in the next competition, whose name is Ray, has three to one odds. Lester is doing some mental math and realizing that if he wins, they're still not going to make enough money with those odds.
1: Yes. Ray Whitlam is a young lumberjack, and he's going against the man we're about to meet. (laughs) uh,
0: Alistair (laughs) McLeod. Alistair
1: McLeod, who is, uh, I would say, in his 50s. Yeah. Um, but still very large and imposing and fit surprisingly said, fit
0: he's one of those 50 year olds who's clearly like worked out not like worked out in a gym but like
1: worked, worked his, out life. his whole yeah. life
0: yeah because uh, he's still very much like i would not want to arm wrestle this man
1: no i mean his shoulders are like gigantic massive <laughs> yeah uh
0: alistair and ray are about to compete in the toughest competition of them all tree scaling
1: Hey. yeah i don't know about that
0: <laughs> i would not call it the toughest competition of them all but so basically they have to they have like a, a rope and they have to like use it to like climb up this pole hit a bell and then they like jump back down essentially
1: right? said, i said i don't <laughs> know if they jump back down well, they like jump down the <laughs> yeah, pole yeah. and slide yes yeah. so, yeah, so they've got they have a they leather repel. harness which is a, a real thing and, <laughs> and they basically have double thick hydro poles yes uh, essentially they harness themselves to it, and they have little, uh, little spikes on their, their heels, and they basically climb all the way up the top, they ring the <laughs> bell, and then they safely climb back <laughs> down. They don't safely. generally jump <laughs> 60 feet to the ground.
0: <laughs> the whole time I was watching this, and I know this came out in the 80s, have you seen Mulan?
1: <laughs> no, I, not since I was very young.
0: There's a scene in Mulan where she's just been kicked out of the camp, and she's sad, and she decides she's going to prove herself. <laughs>
1: So she climbs a tree with a harness?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, essentially, she uses the two heavy metal Ooh. things, wraps them around the pole, climbs up it to get the arrow, because that's what they've been trying to do the whole time. Uh. It's a very empowering moment. The whole time they were doing this, Mulan was in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, it's the point I was getting at. <laughs> For anyone else <laughs> who wanted to visualize what was going on. So... They start the competition. Alistair, he's winning. He's, like, ahead of Ray, not by a lot, but, like, enough. He gets to the bell first, rings it. He starts coming back down. He gets, like, halfway down this pole, and then his harness breaks, and we get a fantastic shot. We hear, like, a woman (laughs) scream in the crowd, and then there's, like, a slow-mo shot of what I'm fairly certain was a dummy, not a stuntman.
1: Pretty sure it was a dummy. (laughs) Yeah. It did not
0: move like a human being. (laughs) 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 Falling uh and then we get a shot of alistair lying on the ground they did have mats underneath this thing yeah so he's not like
1: dead they're lumberjacks <laughs> but they're not dumb <laughs> yeah. you know they know they know <laughs> this accidents happen safety this, is important <laughs> this four inch mat will stop this 230 <laughs> pound man
0: <laughs> falling 30 feet <laughs> yes
1: from dying
0: <laughs> yeah uh but he does break his wrist like his hand yes. is very hurt um uh, alistair's son barry who was in the crowd he runs over um did you recognize barry
1: no uh, yes yes i did he's from <laughs> wolf hunt yes he is He's from wolf hunt yes
0: <laughs> he's the evil brother from wolf hunt
1: oh no. but he's a good brother now do you <laughs> think in canon this is actually like their dad oh wait no we, we met, met their dad, dad in dad. wolf hunt yeah oh darn i know
0: it would have been great though if it was <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty sweet. I mean, their dad. Maybe it is their dad. Maybe he just got a lot of surgery and got very fit.
0: Right. <laughs> just decided to start working out, man. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be he, a lumberjack. Yeah, he. You know, they had that event in the forest. It really changed his life. Made him yeah. realize some things. So he pulled a Dexter and went to become a l- lumberjack.
1: Yeah, he decided that it'd e- be easier to hunt the wolves if there was no forest for the wolves to hide in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just chop the whole thing down.
1: <laughs> really thinking outside of the box there.
0: <laughs> yeah, thinking big picture.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yes his son runs over uh just basically is concerned about his father we get a shot of lester who's in the crowd he's super happy because obviously his plan worked ray won so he collects all the money then we cut to a scene of alistair and his son barry they're walking away hobo is following them hobo has been witnessing this whole thing yes I mentioned. he's in the crowd um as alistair and barry walk away they encounter lester who is like leaning against this sweet car I'm sure you have some information on this car. (laughs) Mike
1: tells me it is a 1961 Cadillac DeVille. Um, He also says it sounds beefy, quote unquote, which I would 100% agree with because it does sound very beefy.
0: I would never have used that word to describe it, but once I hear it, yes, this car does sound beefy.
1: Um, (laughs) It's like one of those boat cars. (laughs) Yeah, it yeah, pretty much looks like you could drive it into the water. Yeah. Wasn't there a president who used to do that? One of the presidents in like the 60s had a car that turned into a boat. And he used to, um, one of his favorite things to do is he used to drive into the water with guests and pretend that it wasn't a boat. <laughs> you would though, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, you are like, oh my god, I've lost control. We're headed into the water. And then he would, yeah, you just drive into the water.
0: I feel like I bring up Disney too much, but there is a place at Disney World where you can rent boat cars they ex- wow like, and they look like
1: these <laughs> <laughs> nice. and you drive them
0: around and then they drive into the water and you can like drive them around the lake
1: <laughs> oh um do you recognize the bookie this is my question to oh, you oh lester yes
0: he did not look familiar so i didn't even bother looking him up
1: okay he's tough um i didn't recognize him either but brad um who runs the Little hobo appreciation page <laughs> on facebook uh he ha- told me that he is doug stratton who is actually one of the thieves from the locket do you remember the locket that episode oh. where we watched the hobo run forever ever there's like yes. a really brief scene where he's in town and he gets robbed by two oh, yeah. thieves the random one monkey. who's like Yeah, who's uh, Bruce Campbell, like a jean vest Bruce Campbell. The other guy who's like, oh, God, there's a dog. That's this guy. It's the same. So this is where we've seen him before. I never would have clued in, though, if Brad had not said anything.
0: No, I guess he's moving up in the world. He's got a name in this episode and lines. He does. Yeah,
1: in a beefy car. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, So basically, Lester just makes some cracks about Alistair being an old man. Um, Alistair shoots back with some more of his own little sass. Uh, and then as Alistair and his son are walking away, Lester calls him a bad loser, but he says bad like a sheep. <laughs> bad loser. Bad. <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> I honestly replayed it like three times. <laughs> like, Why are you saying it like that?
1: It's very um, funny. <laughs> we should point out that everyone in the crowd, and then with the exception, I think, of Lester and his his bodyguard friend. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this episode is wearing jeans <laughs> and plaid. There's yes. not an exception anywhere. Jeans and plaid. Many of them with suspenders. <laughs> yes. Even more of them with like little toques on as well. Yes. Like everyone is wearing the same outfit <laughs> in this episode. So it makes like Lester and his his what did you call him? Big man? I called him big guy. Bad, big guy. <laughs> makes him stand out a lot. Cause Lester is dressed as like a nineteen 65 pimp he's <laughs> like, a
0: greaser he looks like a greaser Do you, he's yeah like he's, the outsiders He's a greaser
1: <laughs> yeah he's got this wide collar thing going on but uh everybody has all of this these jeans and plaid and all I could think of when I was watching this episode was I'm pretty sure I have all of these shirts too <laughs> like, I think if we ever wanted to recreate this episode so long as you got people about my size I'm fairly certain I could outfit at least 20 possibly 30 extras with all of my plaid <laughs> shirts
0: uh that's amazing that's it's sad. just you
1: can't go wrong with plaid it just it goes with everything
0: exactly and it's like generally pretty flattering like yes plaid yep. shirts they just look good they're comfortable especially if you get the real like flannel-y ones uh, when you're like at a campfire
1: oh yeah <laughs> super shows off your calves
0: <laughs> right if you're just wearing <laughs> the flannel
1: the whole <laughs> i just get a triple extra large yeah so it just goes right down to my calves down to the knees yeah oh hey wife what's up oh my wife is leaving she's leaving me uh, bye <laughs> bye i'll see you later drive safe you look looking good kitty
0: thanks you too <laughs>
1: keep sending me memes
0: all of them all the memes
1: <laughs> bye wife <laughs> bye did you pack your plaid <laughs> yeah she packed my plaid she's stealing your plaid no that's a high crime that's like punishable by death i
0: was gonna say that is like time in jail canada yeah <laughs> canada got
1: rid of all of our death sentences except for stealing plaid
0: <laughs> yeah plaid theft we take it very seriously <laughs> yeah
1: you wouldn't download a plaid wait that's not <laughs> how it works <laughs> wait what <laughs> um right What? where were we what were we oh uh bad oh, bad yes, that's
0: we where we tar- left off yes bad. Uh, so he says that alistair and barry walk away hobo is following them with the harness the broken harness which he mm. takes to lester lester doesn't want it not lester he takes it to alistair <laughs> alistair doesn't want it uh but yeah. hobo like puts his paw very gently on alistair's hand and alistair just gets it he's like okay i'll take yeah, it yeah <laughs> i'll take it he doesn't look at it moment. though no. He just
1: throws it into the truck <laughs>
0: yeah he's like i guess i'll need it later <laughs> um, so then we go to um, I'm assuming is the doctor's office because Barry and Alistair yes. are leaving it and his arm is now like in a plaster cast his son is like I'm gonna drive and Alistair is like nope I'm gonna drive despite the fact I just broke my wrist <laughs> it's one of those things that bothers me I'm like why do you need to drive so much what is this <laughs> uh, they have a little conversation about how Alistair sh- feels like he should have checked his harness better um, cause well, like it snapped and like that's on him then they have a random segue into Barry saying he's decided that he's going to enter the competition instead. Yeah. And it's like, how is that possible?
1: <laughs> You're just I... going to jump
0: into the finals? Yep. He does. They do make reference to him calling Bart and Ray the two other lumberjacks.
1: So I'm yeah, assuming so... they
0: were okay with it.
1: Yeah, they probably. And we, when we go back to the competition, they're doing semi-finals now, not finals. So That's I think true, they right? just added an extra thing in. So that Barry could get a chance, hey, which is very sweet of them. Yes, um, they take lumberjacking very seriously, and they're uh, <laughs> they they're are uh,
0: very good sportsmen. Like when Alistair fell, Ray was like the first one, other than his son, to be like right there helping him out. They all yeah. seem very, very nice people.
1: <laughs> yes
0: uh so yeah berries in Barry's in and there's this fun little thing where like his dad is like you're gonna enter and you think his dad's gonna be like no over my dead body and instead he's like super thrilled he's like yeah my son let's do it up the lumberjack so we go back to <laughs> that's all
1: he yells that's it he's just like yeah lumberjack that's the, in that town that's what they say when they're excited
0: <laughs> yeah it's just become a thing you know yeah anthropologists will study Did it. here
1: <laughs> mary just had a child
0: lumberjack we should turn that into a thing in north bay
1: <laughs> oh yeah 100 what next time we pass through there on our train
0: <laughs> yeah lumberjack
1: <laughs> lumberjack will yell it out the train car <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know what car 59 which is actually full of lumberjacks mm. might get a little confused
0: that's true they might be like their heads will pop up like meerkats
1: you call all of them, them. <laughs> yeah their heads and then their axes <laughs> yeah <laughs> hello hello is it me you're looking for i'm not gonna ask you again last
0: week it was whip it this week it's hello yeah.
1: <laughs> is it me you're looking for we got it we got a song for every episode <laughs> it's true. actually no i think last week was uh ragtime piano music oh, that's,
0: mm, i see i blocked that from my memory
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just remember devo and i don't blame you <laughs> yeah. oh, devo, devo is unforgettable
0: Didn't the, isn't the like lead guy of devo the one who does like a bunch of film music now just need to do like know. Thor Ragnarok or something.
1: Probably, I feel like I would that's not true. be shocked. <laughs> they all seem really cool. I they mean, do, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: They're probably just loving life, living with their royalties from that song.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> they had like three hits, and that's probably enough. Yep,
0: mm-hmm. you can live well.
1: <laughs> yep, that's why we got to get out. Um, <laughs> Wolf Bad <bounty> gun. <laughs> Bad Gun, and Boop the Snoot. Yeah we're working on it (laughs) yeah we'll get that third one out there and then we could just coast the rest of our lives (laughs) that's
0: retirement done
1: (laughs) yep by coast i mean ride (laughs) unless we take over the train and shut off the engine then we actually are coasting
0: (laughs) yeah see how far we go (laughs) yeah so uh hobo has followed lester back to his like little office his bookie office and he's Mm. eavesdropping on lester who's on the phone clearly he owes someone a lot of money asap yes Uh, yes he mentions that he has three thousand dollars and only needs two thousand more to go and then the person on the other end clearly says oh no there's a grand of interest on top of that and Lester's like sweating so hard he's like oh no (laughs) but he
1: wishes he were wearing plaid now
0: (laughs) right never shows the sweat stains it's
1: so absorbent Uh, yeah so
0: good (laughs) plaid is just so good wear plaid uh yeah so he hangs up the phone uh big guy and him start having a conversation about how they didn't make enough money the first time so they are gonna have to do this again big man is like well i can't get near bart's gear and no one's gonna bet on ray which ouch
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's kind of right to be honest he is but like
0: ow <laughs> so and lester is like well we're gonna have to think of something At which point, Big Man reaches into the front pocket of his overalls and pulls (laughs) out a bottle. We get a nice close-up of it. Danger written on the label. (laughs) and You can't make out the full words, but it clearly says hydrochloric acid. Who
1: just yes. keeps that
0: in their front overall pocket? In
1: the front overall, like where you could if you fell forward. Right? I mean, I know that doesn't happen often, but it could happen. Right? Or if you like bump into the corner, mm-hmm. which I have done several times, like <laughs> the corner of a door frame, that means you're you've got acid on you. Right? A whole bottle of acid on your chest. <laughs> just like, like sinking in. Why, I guess to to be honest though, to, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know where else I would keep a bottle of acid if I had to keep it on myself. I'd like to think I would just hold it in my hand. Yes. But if I had to hide it, I suppose the zipper on my overall (laughs) chest piece might be the best place. Yeah, backpack would be nice, but (laughs) saving that, I suppose. I can't think of putting it in, like, my pants pocket would be all that smart.
0: (laughs) Too close to, you know.
1: Yeah. Maybe, like, in your sock. Maybe yeah. just put it in your sock. I think it's probably the safest there.
0: To be fair, it is a very large bottle
1: of yeah. acid. <laughs> It's true. Almost <laughs> too big, really. <laughs> Almost
0: too much. Uh, he does. T- he takes it out of his overalls and sticks it in a boot on Which the wall. Which is hanging wall. off of the
1: wall. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I guess that's a good place to hide it. Uh, so we go back to Alistair and Barry. Um, Alistair is being dropped off at Lester's, strangely enough. Mm. Um, and Hobo is there, so he kind of oh. joins alistair as they go into the office where we find out that alistair is a gambler (laughs) he's placing a 200 dollars bet on his own son which is how lester finds out that his son is in the competition
1: (laughs) yes it sets the old wheels a turning for him
0: uh lester is confused he's like why didn't your kid just enter originally and alistair's like ah the old fool wanted one last shot i was like you only have one person per family enter like
1: you what could let your son could enter too and you right? could compete against each other. There's no shame <laughs> right? in losing to a family member. Exactly. I mean, in fact, you're doubling your chances. Like if
0: you win that 5,000 split it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or like we're going to find out later what the 5,000 yeah. would be for. And like, <laughs> I feel confident that if Alistair won, he would just give his son the $5,000. <laughs> Me like, too. Yeah, he would. He's probably going to do that anyways, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you both enter?
0: <laughs> it was just one of those details. That I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at this point hobo pulls the boot off the wall uh oh wait no they decide to start playing pool for some reason for
1: some reason
0: (laughs) so they're having a pool game the hobo pulls the boot off the wall he grabs the bottle of acid and he drops it on the table in the path of big guy's shot so he like bursts the bottle of acid it starts like sizzling on the table (laughs) it gets
1: on everyone's faces they're all blind they're
0: screaming it's a real massacre
1: yeah the credits roll over the screams (laughs) but the screams still go on for 15 (laughs) minutes and that's the episode
0: (laughs) this is why you don't play with acid kids
1: (laughs) that's right this is this is one of those little PSAs <laughs> After school that like, Canada used to run. <laughs> don't you put it like the one it about the robot who like, takes his... Robot. When he wants something to eat. Do you remember not remember the robot? I think it was for war amps. And it was like, oh, yeah. my limbs are removable, but yours aren't. I am Astar, a robot. I can put my arm back on. You can't. So play safe. And it's like, don't play on train tracks. Yeah. And I remember that being very effective. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to lose a limb on a, <laughs> on a railway. If, but I like how like i don't know like i guess maybe if your foot gets stuck in the train like I, the train tracks but I like guess? you certainly couldn't lose an arm like no. how are you gonna lose an arm
0: you're probably but that's, gonna I think die that's,
1: yeah. <laughs> if you get hit by a train yeah i don't know when we get up to the front of it we'll ask
0: <laughs> have you ever hit anyone Did they lose any yeah. limbs
1: <laughs> they lose any limbs were they a robot by chance <laughs>
0: yeah i have questions <laughs> yep uh uh-huh. So, uh, yes, the acid breaks. Um, Alistair picks up the bottle. He figures out pretty quickly what has happened to his harness. uh, And he's rightfully very angry. (laughs) And he starts walking towards Lester, who Lester is a small man and Alistair is a big man. (laughs) Yep. It's very intimidating. Uh, However, big guy is bigger than Alistair (laughs) and knocks him out.
1: (laughs) Also, while he does it, he uses a pool cue. Yes. And if the show has taught me anything... It's that I am firmly against pool cue violence <laughs> because that's what happened. That's what happened that started the whole thing with uh, that guy who got fork pitched oh, right yeah. back when,
0: yeah, with Charlie and Wanda and what's his name? Yeah, Yeah. And the pool cue. <laughs> it was pool
1: cues. Yeah, what, you, what is oh, we-
0: in a pool cue? Like honestly, those things must be like lead.
1: Yeah, I they think they're actually quite fragile. But so, yeah. apparently, in the in the hobo universe, the hobo expanded universe, pool cues are made out of like yeah, yeah. titanium, just some... filled with lead.
0: They are very violent.
1: They've got like a counterbalance inside of them. There's like ball bearings inside. When you hit that ball. You hit that ball with, like, the force of, like, 15 <laughs> baseball bat swings.
0: <laughs> Those, like, pool tables are so reinforced. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, they're made of hard... They're cast iron heavy pool duty. tables.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, yes, Big Guy knocks out Alistair. Uh, and Lester and Al- Big Guy go and take Alistair and tie him up. And I will say, we often joke in The Hobo about people kidnapping people and tying them with the tiny, like, the stupidest ropes. Loops.
1: Yeah, like, they put oh, loops goodness. around them.
0: Lester and Big Guy... They wrap this rope around him and the chair and include chains.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They've got it figured out.
0: (laughs) They are pros at this. (laughs) So they tie him up. Uh, We go back to the competition. Barry has arrived. Um, He's got his gear in the back of his truck. He leaves his gear unattended, which is very convenient for Lester, who has arrived. Rookie mistake. So Lester swaps the gear. (laughs) Uh, Then we get a commercial break. So we go back to Alistair locked in the office. Hobo barks. He's kind of waking up. Hobo breaks in through an open window as per usual.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's open, but it also just has like one of those big square fans yeah. in it. Yeah, that's not anchored down. To anything. So like, <laughs> yeah. Wh- why? Wh- mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's not even like it should be at least have the window on top of it. Like what if a bird hit that fan while you were sitting at the desk (laughs) that that fan's next to? Like you're just sitting there and a partridge like hits that fan dead on and like it flies into you with the fan. (laughs) So like not only are you drenched in like the feathers and innards of a a gigantic partridge but also this screaming metal fan is flying (laughs) towards your face. All because you couldn't put a brick on top of it. (laughs) Right? (sighs) Tragic.
0: (laughs) This whole episode is a big PSA. (laughs) (laughs) it <laughs> yeah, is
1: but the dangers of things
0: <laughs> yeah where um, was i oh yes hobo broken he can't untie alistair because as mentioned they did a good job <laughs> yes uh so he goes to look around for things and he gets he sees an axe and he's like yeah oh, that'll work <laughs> and it's like a full, it's <laughs> like a full-size axe i don't know it's
1: a a double bit axe so it's got two (laughs) heads to it Um, I have two of those axes and I love them very much Um, I actually got a new one new to me about three weeks ago at an auction (laughs) my brother bought it for me it's very nice I've not been able to chop anything with it yet but yes I have two double bit axes and they are fantastic
0: and that has been your commercial for double bit axes
1: (laughs) Thunderjack Uh,
0: well, we're going to find out this is a great axe uh, because Alistair, <laughs> he like grabs it. He does awkwardly turn it towards his face
1: first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's got to stare it down first. They so do it's obedient.
0: A weird staring thing. He's uh,
1: establish dominance. Yes.
0: Uh, and there is a scene in between, but basically Alistair frees himself. The yeah. The scene in between is just the competition.
1: <laughs> okay. So we. Ha- I have two things to talk about here. Okay. First of all, he cuts the desk in half he cuts the entire desk in half but the the thing is so first of all i don't know if you've ever seen the commercial for flex tape in which the guy cuts a boat in half but it is an internet treasure <laughs> okay. in which he cuts a boat in half and he goes i cut this boat in half i saw this boat in half that's a lot of damage um anyway says all <laughs> i can think of when i saw this. but secondly when we cut back to him it Okay, I've used axes. We've established I know how an axe works. Those cuts in that desk did not come from an axe. It actually looks like he tore the desk in half because the wood is splintered in such a way that you could actually like take both halves and put them back together. Whereas if you used an axe, there would be chips out of it because you'd be cutting down into the middle side by side. So I think he actually like made a notch and then ripped it in half with his hands. He just hulked it. Yes, he is the king lumberjack. He has all the powers of all the other lumberjacks, which ties into the second part of this, okay. the competition. There's no way that Barry doesn't know his gear has been switched, yes. right? So, like, he picks up the bag, but, like, it's identical to the bag he had. As soon as he starts into the competition, he realizes the axe he's using is not his axe. Yes. It's someone else's. Whose gear is that? I think it's big guy's old gear, but so far in this this. Office that Lester is in, we've seen a double-bit axe and a pair of, like, boots. (laughs) Everyone in town is wearing lumberjack gear. Uh I think this whole town is made of lumberjacks. (laughs) I think everyone in town is a lumberjack, except for Big Guy and Lester. I think I'm calling it Lumberville, and it it. it exists right next to Meadowville. Meadowville. (laughs) They're kind of sistering (laughs) cities but that explains where the gear comes from that explains why there's a double bit axe sitting in a bookie's (laughs) office I think Lester tried to be a lumberjack but he failed so now (gasps) he has to be a bookie he's bitter and I think the money he owes is the money that he spent to go to lumberjack (laughs) college because earlier (laughs) Alistair was saying that he was trying to hype up Barry and he was like yeah he spent three years at forestry school (laughs) four summers at logger's camp that stuff costs money and I think Lester flunked so his bursary got rejected so now he has to pay back the money (laughs) but the only way he could do that is by being a bookie. (laughs) I think there's a caste system in this town and the lumberjacks are at the top and then the blacksmiths and the woodworkers are like next to them because they're the ones who make the gear. And that is mechanics and handymen who like help with your chainsaws and such. And then everyone else and at the very bottom are the, the untouchables are the people who went to lumberjack school, but didn't graduate and failed. Flunked so the, the Lester and big guy are just trying to make enough money to escape to Meadowville <laughs> so they can live in peace, so that people like Alistair will stop abusing them, <gasps> both verbally and physically. That is that is my two-minute conspiracy theory rant, but I am, I am firmly of the opinion that every man, woman, and child in this town is a lumberjack. That makes so much sense. <laughs> well, it also explains why the lumberjack competition is still going on. Yes. Because... Lumberjack competitions last, at the most, an hour. Mm -hmm. This lumberjack competition, the first one that Alistair fell down from the Mm -hmm. tree from, the guy at the end was like, come on back at 2 o'clock and we'll do the next one. (laughs) Which means that's a whole day thing. I think that's a whole day thing because that's all these people do.
0: (laughs) It's their big event of the year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think they do this weekly. I think it's a weekly (laughs) They have like a score postboard
0: at the town hall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the king lumberjack gets the powers from all the other lumberjacks which is why Alistair could rip a desk in half with his bare hands.
0: It all makes so much sense.
1: Thank you for sitting through all of that. You're very welcome. Katie um, and and the audience. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're going to go with that because yes, he does Hulk out and the desk is ripped. Big guy is like in another room and he like hears him like ripping this desk apart <laughs> and he goes to check out what's going on. Clearly. Uh, and Alistair has freed himself. He's facing big yes. guy. Uh, big guy gets scared. <laughs> he saw him tor- see the desk is torn apart i would run too yep. so he goes to run and alistair throws an axe into the door frame.
1: <laughs>
0: and again big guy is bigger than alistair i don't know if he's stronger he's bigger he can't pull that axe out of the doorframe he tries it's in there
1: so deep <laughs> yeah
0: and then alistair grabs him and just decks him
1: he hits him so hard he does the 180 degree yeah he turns to face around. the camera mike did say there's a lot of action shots like action movie shots in this and the <laughs> the axe into the wall is very much Definitely. in that vein yeah, I was like, yeah. Mm, that's cool <laughs> yeah
0: uh, so yeah he then he ties up big guy like he was tied up we get a shot of him leaving the building tucking in his pants which was weird
1: but <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gotta look presentable <laughs> i
0: guess so um so we go to the championship uh the announcer guy is saying there's gonna be four events speed chopping axe throwing log burling and tree climbing so these are yes. the four events uh barry is getting ready to compete he's looking at his axe like you mentioned he knows something is wrong with his axe but there's no time to do anything about it hobo is chasing lester lester has barry's shoes in his hand hobo chases him into a shed lester just chucks the shoes into the shed he's like have at it (laughs) see you later uh and kind of locks hobo in there the speed chopping event has started people are super hyped barry is struggling
1: barry loses barry loses badly because his axe (laughs) is super dull
0: he can't do it. Uh, basically what they do is they stand on the log and then chop between their legs, which seems rather dangerous, but okay. Very dangerous. <laughs>
1: very, very dangerous. When when I was a, a, a young teenager, my best friend and I got sent out once to like go get wood for a fire. And uh, we brought his little brother along and his little brother had actually like just recovered from knee surgery because something had happened to his knee. And we went out to like cut cut this wood and we found a tree um they gave us all hatchets and axes and so i started cutting the tree and i remember talking to my my friend and i was like hey how did your brother like hurt his knee and he's like oh he was doing something really dumb with an axe i was like oh well should we have like given him an axe to go cut (laughs) some wood and he's like oh yeah no no he's fine and he looked over at his brother he's like oh What what are you doing? His brother was straddling the log and cutting into it right basically where his crotch is, like directly in front of him. That's how he put the axe in his knee last time. So he learned nothing.
0: (laughs) Wow. How is that child doing now in life?
1: (laughs) I think he's doing very well last time I checked. But like basically he hit the the tree the first time. And sometimes if you don't hit it dead on, your axe will deflect Mm -hmm. because you hit it with a blunt the blunt part of the axe and he that's what he did he hit the blunt part and he basically slammed it directly into his kneecap and here he wants to do it again it couldn't it what are the chances it'll happen twice yeah
0: really what are my odds <laughs> yeah it's pretty darn good it's so dangerous what they're doing but i guess lumberjack they're, skills? they're good at yeah. it yeah so we go to the next event which is the axe drawing which is this is the one they say is the most dangerous and demanding of all of the lumberjack skills
1: absolutely not i wrote really
0: because as we all know axe throwing is now like a party pastime <laughs>
1: i i throw axes my wife and i throw axes for fun
0: right like pretty much every city has an axe throwing yes place
1: yeah but mike mike a uh, friend of the show mike <laughs> yeah. uh he bought me an axe probably about two years ago when he got married And that's the axe I throw. It's a beautiful Husqvarna axe. And my wife and I throw it all the time. There's no way axe throwing is the most dangerous and demanding lumberjack (laughs) skill. That is 100% tree climbing. Absolutely. That is is the tree climbing.
0: (laughs) Definitely the tree climbing. Like I've been axe throwing a grand total of one time. And I was never worried about like killing myself. And I managed to stick it in the wood like on my first throw.
1: (laughs) yes there's almost (laughs) zero danger in axe throwing
0: yeah barry does very well at the axe throwing he gets a bullseye (laughs) yep um lester's in the crowd like getting his money um alistair has now arrived with the hobo or the hobo has freed himself sorry alistair arrives the hobo frees himself now we're on to log burling which is where there's a log in a pool of water each lumberjack stands on one side or the other. Uh, and then they have to stay on top as they roll it and try and knock their yes. opponent off.
1: Pivotal skill for every lumberjack. Absolutely,
0: They still do that, right? That's, Ride the logs down the river.
1: That's how they mapped out the St. Lawrence. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it was just 120 <laughs> Frenchmen Rolled each logs. on their own log.
0: Barry, it's not Barry's turn. He's like on the sidelines. He's looking at his shoes. He realizes they're too big. So his solution, he just starts picking up dirt sticking it in them boots <laughs> yep he says his dad did it once it's gotta work
1: <laughs> yep
0: hobo has brought the shoes to his dad to alistair but it's too late barry's on the log in his three sizes two big boots uh, alistair starts coaching him from like the crowd just like yelling encouragement great look dad. into his eyes <laughs> yeah yep. uh it doesn't take long barry wins ta-da the other guy falls in the water uh this is where we find out what the scores are so barry and bart are tied they each have a win a loss and a tie uh so ray is out
1: poor ray, Bye, ray. <laughs> at this point i mean he's still at the top of the cast system but he's you
0: know he's just not
1: he's like the bottom of the top of the cast system <laughs>
0: right <laughs> he's like third place. he's like almost on the podium not quite i mean guess not quite he's
1: on the podium but he's like the montreal canadians this year in the playoffs <laughs> they really shouldn't be there but they are
0: <laughs> so ray's out at this point alistair decides to get on the microphone and they just let him because as we've established he's top tier uh <laughs> oh
1: yeah they'll rip a man in half <laughs> uh
0: so he gives this little speech about how he knows lots of people have been betting on his son to win um and they've been putting that money into the pockets of lester uh who has been switching out the gear in barry's pack he's calling him out he's calling out lester on stage yep. uh Lies. he says he's not saying that lester is trying to cheat you by making barry lose but he's not not saying that either
1: <laughs> yeah now, lester just say it <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to tiptoe around. No one's going to challenge you. Say, You're the King Lumberjack Lester's of Lumberville. Lester's the of the pile. <laughs> yeah, he's used to this, <laughs> right? okay? It's not it's not just, and it's not the way things no. <laughs> should be, but it is the way things are.
0: Exactly. Like, people will believe you, so just say it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lester's looking a little, like, in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: Time to get out of here. At this
0: point, Hobo brings Barry his proper gear, uh, and so because now Barry has his proper gear, Alistair is like, all right, Let's continue on to the tree climbing.
1: But before we start, I want to sing you a song, he says. <laughs> and then he starts singing, Give My Regards to Broadway. <laughs> Give my regards to Broadway.
0: The ragtime version? Oh, why'd I do that? But the
1: rag Oh yeah, with the ragtime in there. <laughs> oh, it's the worst, it's the worst <laughs> possible world. <So> <laughs> Why
0: did I say that? <laughs>
1: Lumberville's the worst. Lumberville is the worst. I prefer to go to Meadowville. Absolutely. At least, at least I'll die a quick death there. Right.
0: So we get the tree climb going. Uh, it's not very dramatic. I consider. I thought no. it would be more, but it's basically the two of them. Barry's not leading when they get to the top, but then he's very good at getting down quickly, so he wins.
1: Yeah. Barry can get down. <laughs> he can get down and he can get funky. Also, his dismount is 100% illegal because he drops from like 12 feet And if you did that without a mat, you would break both of your legs. (laughs) He
0: does drop a really big distance.
1: A great distance. I've seen, so uh, my uncle is a lumberjack (laughs) by all accounts, like as close as you can get in this modern day to being a lumberjack. I have seen him climb a tree with a harness Mm -hmm. and he is quite agile. I cannot imagine him dropping (laughs) 12 feet out of a tree. (laughs) It's a very quick way to just, like, destroy your ankles. So I think there should be a redo. I don't think Barry won. <laughs>
0: this is not fair and square, but because his dad's the king, no one's going to call him
1: out. <laughs> they all bow. They all bow to the Lumber King.
0: because <laughs> yeah, Barry wins. <laughs> At
1: yep. which point,
0: Alistair gets back on the microphone and is like, hey, folks, there's Lester. It's ready to pay up. Oh, you.
1: Lester couldn't leave because, <laughs> no. um, we didn't mention, oh, yeah. but as soon as Alistair <laughs> called about a couple of crowd lumberjacks, just grab him. like just grabbed him, <laughs> And we're literally like, we cut away to a shot at one point where they're cheering, <laughs> but they're also hanging on to Lester and like ragdolling him back and forth.
0: We've established Lester is a small man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's a sm- they couldn't cut it as a lumberjack. He <laughs> could not. I feel you Lester. I know. I wish I was a lumberjack, but I'm just too darn small. <laughs> but I can't throw a mean <laughs> axe. That's the one thing I got. Yeah.
0: You got to have some other skills, Lester.
1: <laughs> yeah. Got to learn how to roll a log, man. <laughs> right?
0: You're light. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. Yeah. advantage. <laughs> you could probably climb pretty fast. You
0: probably could.
1: Poor Lester. Yeah.
0: And he also makes a crack about how you better get your money now because the police are also waiting to collect
1: Lester, And the police are lumberjacks as well. Absolutely. So...
0: Lumberjack cops. Sounds like a
1: lumber cops. A TV show. <laughs> oh, I'd watch lumber cops too. <laughs> right man we're gonna have so many shows to pitch when we're done this so many
0: shows it's like some small town in like the yukon or something
1: yeah who do we get to star lumber cop so i feel like it's like
0: the most lumberjacky of lumberjacks
1: yeah who's like the most burly like men and women we can think of to be in this the guy you're who... not gonna get the rock no. you're not gonna get the rock unfortunately i feel
0: like we could He's... get the guy who plays the hound in game of thrones and the mountain
1: oh my god that guy's like the strongest man on yeah, earth yeah the two
0: of them we get them. Yeah. Hound in the mountain.
1: I feel like we we could get him and then to pad it out, we could probably get like eight WWE wrestlers. <laughs> yes. Like it doesn't matter which ones, they could probably all grow a beard yep. and we'll just throw them in there. Yes. And that'll get like a very specific crowd. It's
0: true. And then we need our Canadian content. So Paul Gross as like the police chief. Right. <laughs> So he's brought in, but not a lumberjack, so he has to like deal with we the can, lumberjacks.
1: we got to get Michael Ironside as like, the old <laughs> yeah. grizzled lumberjack, too. <laughs> yeah. Got to pull him in. Who plays... So- oh, oh, we had him before. The guy who plays Saul in, in Battlestar oh, Galactica.
0: yeah. I, I can't think of his name. He's got to be Let's bring too. him in,
1: too. Yep. Yeah, he could be the other old grizzled <laughs> lumberjack. Yeah. yeah, they're up in the Yukon solving <laughs> crimes. <laughs> Cut, and every crime can be solved by cutting down a tree
0: <laughs> yeah or like analyzing like an axe cut <laughs>
1: oh yeah yeah this was done with a with a double bit probably about a three and a half pound head yeah it's custom made but so rubber uh rubber <laughs> handles so uh we're looking at an amateur here <laughs> yeah.
0: who's new in town <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man and they each have a skill like each one is the best at what they do they're all pretty good at mm-hmm. it but like one guy can like he's like captain boomerang but except for throwing axes <laughs> yes so like the axes have like an explosive round on them you has got a whole bunch or, of like, different they come back. yeah <laughs> it's like some of them like shoot lasers as they fly and stuff or like when like the head explodes and it's full of like knockout gas oh yeah.
0: i like this already
1: <laughs> oh man I get, we're going to pitch this. It's absolutely. We're going to pitch this to the Ontario Arts Council tomorrow. If
0: NCIS can be on air for 20 seasons or something stupid, Lumber Cops yeah. can
1: be on forever. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm genuinely excited about this show.
0: <laughs> Here's your new <newest> filming project. <laughs>
1: there we go. Yeah the heck with the other one yeah. lumber cuffs it is
0: you could have um ghost kick beaver beaver ghost kick
1: ghost beaver kick ghost beaver kick, ghost beaver kick. <laughs> oh man I, I would up. love to have ghost beaver kick just pop in probably- <laughs> yeah every once in a while you know. oh, hey guys, me, ghost beaver kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great i don't know what he would do no he just shows up he's kind-, <laughs> he's kind of magic he's just like in the cafe yeah
0: he just has a beer
1: it has got like birchwood tea, yeah. or, like birch bark tea. It's yeah. like everyone drinks like they only eat stuff that could be made out of or with wood. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Very specific. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I'm in. Okay. I'm in for this.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, basically Lester's screwed. He's being picked yep. up by the cops. Um, then we get a little conversation about what they're going to do with the prize money, which turns out uh, the prize money is enough to pay for Barry's last year of school uh and then barry also says there's a little leftover to buy his dad something his dad's like no don't do that but essentially yeah. it's for his school
1: regardless well, that's of who like won. what do you call it in medieval times when you have to pay 10 percent of everything to the church oh, tithing <laughs> yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah barry still has to tithe stuff for his dad because his dad's king <laughs> His dad's matter, like no no son. no no it's okay it's okay surf it's okay <laughs> yeah. You don't... Not this This time I shall let it pass. Yeah.
0: Just remember I'm benevolent.
1: <laughs> yes. Also, you owe me 10% of your grain.
0: Yeah. And I get first dibs on your wife. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, no!
0: Isn't that how it went?
1: No. <laughs> oh, that's the part of lumber cops. That'll be part of it. They'll be trying to, like... Change the system from within. Because yes. <laughs> they're progressive. They're moving exactly. forward and they realize that the Yukon has to catch up. <laughs> still because everyone knows the Yukon still has serfdom.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> it's one of those things that we it's, try and hide about Canada, but you know.
1: Canada's dark secret. <laughs> yeah. Yukon's got serfdom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. BC's uh I don't know what BC's up to.
0: They're just they living the hippie life.
1: <laughs> <They're>, yeah. <laughs> They're digging too deep. No, that's Alberta. Yeah. Alberta's digging in. They're getting into the mole people category. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But Alberta is slowly turning into like a time, the time machine. Oh, yeah, the people underground. The people up top are all like crazy <laughs> vampires, the murlocs. <laughs> and then everyone underground is like the sheep people. That's what Alberta yeah. is. They dug too deep for oil. And now there's uh, the moon blew apart. I don't know. <laughs> i haven't read that book in a long time (laughs) it
0: sounds right anyways Uh, i'm very excited for this lumber cops
1: (laughs) yeah me too Uh,
0: so then we get our ending scene which is basically well that was part of it the money alistair says they're gonna buy hobo a steak and hobo does not take them up on that offer they don't even ask him to stay they're just like we're gonna buy you a steak and hobo is like no and leaves no i would stay for
1: steak hobo absolutely I think we've established <laughs> this before actually we would both 100% be on board for steak 100%
0: I'm not going anywhere the steak
1: car is at the back of the train <laughs> yeah. I don't go all the way back there
0: <laughs> you offer me steak so I'm pulling up my chair <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> but hobo leaves uh and does. that is the episode <laughs> yeah. what do you think
1: <laughs> um you know what I we had a lot of fun talking about <laughs> yes. it but the episode itself is not, it's not good. a standout. No, it, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah,
0: it's nothing super exciting. I mean, lumberjack contests in themselves are not that exciting.
1: <laughs> well, you know, when you're there in person. Okay, maybe. It's like watching, <laughs> it's like watching a baseball game. Watching baseball on television is a snooze fest. <laughs> yes. But if you go watch the Blue Jays or whatever in person, you get your beer, you get your like your popcorn or your like your corn dog there's people around you it's much more fun (laughs) to watch in person there's an atmosphere to it I've heard the same thing about basketball yeah going to like a Raptors game is a big experience but I like basketball on television puts me to sleep the worst like I'm just like (laughs) I'm I'm out I'm out like a light so I I feel like lumberjack competitions are kind of the same thing you need to be there in person to like experience just (laughs) how crazy the things they're doing like how fast they can actually chop through a tree they are genuinely
0: impressive I would gather yes
1: (laughs) Absolutely, they are. But yeah, for on television for a show about a magical dog, <laughs> not the top tier quality. No. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: what was your hobo harm?
1: Zero. I have a zero. Nothing
0: dangerous. Uh, your hobo fight?
1: Uh, my hobo fight is actually nothing too funny. I think it should just be straight up Alistair versus Barry. Ah, just one-on-one.
0: I like that. Just to
1: see, is he going to pass the torch? <laughs> Does Barry, because Barry seemed to do pretty good yeah. at it. Like, and I think if he had his actual normal axe um he'd probably give alistair a good run for his money so i like that yeah yeah <laughs> how about you
0: mine is a very obscure reference that most people may not get <laughs> uh okay. i said alistair and barry tag team uh versus All the right. lumberjanes do you know the comic book the lumberjanes Oh, for the comic yeah. book yeah i do <laughs> uh i know they're not technically lumberjacks they're just girls at the scout camp
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> but i love them a lot and i feel like they could take alistair and barry so
1: Oh probably, yeah. I mean <laughs> they've got those comic book the comic book physics exactly. going on. Exactly. It's hard to compete with so, that. So uh
0: that would be who my choice would be.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this episode for a super long, so long. time. That- I might have to like cut out my giant <laughs> Lumberville rant in the middle you of this have thing. You should
0: release it as like an extra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. My 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 theory about this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Season five, episode five, eight point five. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay okay that is that's all, right. all i have to say
1: <laughs> perfect next episode are you ready for i'm it? ready all right next episode is called passage and uh, synopsis reads hobo thwarts a hunter stalking peregrine falcons
0: oh okay that's interesting <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> less axes in this one i i hope depending on how he's stalking those pelicans,
0: <laughs> might get a lot of bird murder in this one
1: <laughs> yeah you never know it's just a man he's got about 50 axes He's just hurling them at the birds how did
0: i not think about because we both have listened to the do go on podcast a bit the episode the yes. shackleton episode with the guy who goes where he goes <laughs> out and
1: kills a seal he kills
0: all the seals with axes <laughs> and then they just have to yeah. sleep next to him <laughs>
1: yeah they cooped up with this man on a boat, this tiny little escape boat for two months. They finally hit land. The first thing this guy does is get out and murder like 15 seals with an axe. Yeah. And then they all have to sleep underneath the boat again. You just sleep it next to like a confirmed psychopath seal killer.
0: That's my little plug for you Go On. You should listen to that episode. Yeah,
1: well worth a listen. I'm amazed we didn't talk about that. And also, at no point... Did we sing the Lumberjack song from Money Python? We did not. Uh, (laughs) But yes, we can sing it on the way out. We'll sing it on the way out. I'll leave that to you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Until we meet again, fellow hobos, Hop on that train. Hop on our train. (laughs) Just not into cart 87 because that's the the clown car. We'll avoid that. And uh, we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. I've been Katie. Lumberjack! Lumberjack! (laughs) He's a lumberjack, and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. Something, something, oh, I wear high heels. heels something and a bra. That <laughs> was beautiful. That's so beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. My dear mama, i trees, wears, high Just like here, Mama.